When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Essendon, 18-point winners over Melbourne on Friday night, 41 of their best. He got the three votes on AFL Nation was David Zaharakis. David, welcome to Crunch Time. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me. What was the sense in the aftermath of getting the first win of the season? Uh, I guess it was just um, it was just good to get reward for effort. We felt that we um, turned the corner, corner last week against St Kilda and I guess just didn't sort of have that polish to finish the game off. And I think uh, last night was just good reward. That the first quarter we started the game well. We kicked six goals and sort of got the game started from there. And um, yeah, I think it was a bit of a relief that we, uh, we just got the first win. When you were driving to the ground last night, Bob spoke about sort of the, the air of doubt or the air of negativity that can swirl around. What, what were you thinking um, in a game where both teams are zero and two? Um, no, I mean, we were like we were pretty stable the last couple of weeks. We're, um, we're a tight-knit group at the moment at the footy club and um, we were just sort of focusing on what we, we needed to work on and obviously the external media... Um, we're, uh, we're all sort of jumping on us in Melbourne and uh, we just sort of stuck straight as a group and our training and, and preparation going into games has actually been um, quite quite good going into the last sort of um, well, the first two weeks of the season and our performances on the weekend didn't really reflect that so we knew it would turn we knew it would, uh, we, we knew it would turn around and um, as long as we got off the good start which we did last night and the game sort of flowed from there but um, the boys have been yeah, going into the game with with clear mind and, and just applied footy and playing instinct, and it was good that it sort of all clicked for us last night. So, so was it a bit jarring that, it, from what you've just said, as the performances of the first two weeks, it sounds like it was unexpected in the preparation that you'd put together. W- were you surprised by them? Yeah, I think I was uh, talking to someone last week. We actually kind of been peaking during the week, not a weekend. Uh, our training sessions and, and that have been sharp, and it's not like when, when you know you're training poorly to footy club, you kind of think in the back of your mind, Oh no, we might not play well on the weekend, but our training sessions have actually been sharp and our preparation's been sharp going into games. So we kind of, yeah, it was a bit unexpected the way we, we weren't really performing at our best on the weekends, but we were during the week. So we knew it would turn. We, that's why we had confidence in the group because we've been um, putting everything in place that we needed to. And um, we just had to have uh, a few things go away. And um, just our energy and effort around the contest is what uh, sort of turned around for us. And, um, that's 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 what we know works best for us. That's our brand of footy. We we put pressure on around the ball. We win we win the stoppages and win the clearance clearances that uh, we give our forwards the best chance and and uh, the game can flow from there. David Bob here. Congratulations on the win last night. Can you can you talk to me about the the psychology of the week and whether that was from John Worsfold or the other coaches or, or the or the leaders of your of your playing group? But there was yep. a distinct lack of connection and and sort of odd decision making last week and last night you guys seemed to play with a, a lot of freedom and, and connection amongst each other how, how are we able to to make that shift yeah i guess the, that word right there connection is um is what we spoke about as well that 
Last week we felt our, our energy and pressure was good, but then we lacked that polish and yeah, real connection between the lines um, throughout our, through our group. And that's obviously why we sort of finished off the game with a win last week. And, and we just felt that was exactly what happened last night, that we should just um, told us about playing instincts. Um, if this game's a game that's a hard game of footy, and if you play on instincts um, or backing decisions in uh, more often than not, then you play with that free flow um, sort of mindset. And, that's what we did last night, and um, we saw that when we do that, we, we use the ball well, we, we force Melbourne to defend us, um, and then we sort of carved them up through the middle um, of the ground, and uh, and that was that, that's our strength, and um, that worked last night for us. And I think it's something we can continue to build on, because um, we know that, yeah, as I said, when we do pressure sides around the contest, our, our attack and our ball movement, if we have that connection, um, is, a, is a massive weapon. You were challenged last night, though. The second quarter, Melbourne had all the running. They put they put a fair bit of scoreboard pressure on you. Was there was yep. there a shift at halftime tactically, or was it was it more of just you you just got back and found your rhythm again? Yeah, we had we had two rotations in that second quarter, and um, as you know, when you have that, you get you quite cooked, and that didn't really help. Um, I mean, Melbourne set their game up, and and we sort of kind of um, cooked ourselves a little bit. We, we were still trying to go just as fast as what we did in the first quarter. And when you have two rotations on the bench, I think Dev Smith was in the concussion protocol at that stage. And um, when you go when you go through um, that process, still trying to play just as quick, you cook yourselves. And at halftime, we spoke about um, we're only seven points down, even though they kicked however many goals in that second quarter. We were, the game was still pretty even, and, and we were quite happy with how we were playing. So... We just wanted to reset. Um, we got Dev back on the on the field, so we only had one down. And, and we just spoke about, all right, if we do get a bit of a run on, then let's try and control the ball, slow the ball down, and, and get it back on our terms, rather than just going up and down the whole game. And I felt we, uh, yeah, we came out in the third quarter and did that, and um, that was a, it was a great sign that we uh, we're down to two on the bench. We we get challenged like that, but then we can also come back and get the win. And, um, it was just a great great sign for the footy club. Dave, outstanding individual performance last night. Well done. We, we've spoken a little bit about Angus Brayshaw's comments at halftime and Gary Lyon during the AFL Nation broadcast was critical of them. As an Essendon playing group, are you made aware of things that were said to the host broadcaster at halftime? Did you mention that at the long break? No, no, I don't want to have a clue what he comments. Yeah, okay, I was just, want, just, just wondering if you use that for motivation. Just just on things that perhaps you can still tidy up in your game. I think Melbourne still kicked um, or had 16 scoring shots off your turnovers. Were you, were you yep. conscious of that during the game as well? And is that an area you can continue to tidy up in the coming weeks? Yeah, we're definitely conscious of that. Obviously, um, when, we, when we do attack, we want to attack and hit um, yeah, targets through the middle ground and force teams to defend us. But obviously our skill level isn't at, at the elite level yet, and uh, we're still working on that. But uh, that's, how, that's how we want to play. We want to, we want to um, force sides to defend, and, and if we come through the middle on sides, because you've got such attacking half-backs, that if we can get those short kicks and then get some run on with Sardi and Connor McKenna and, and the likes, but, uh, we can really break sides open. So obviously we, um, we don't want to have um, sides kicking big scores against us through our turnovers, but... If we can tidy that up, um, then that, that is a big weapon for us. And um, like last night, it worked that we scored more than more than them. And obviously, that's all we have to do to win. But we don't mm. want to be scored, yeah, having more than 100 points kicked against us. Uh, so we do want to we do want to slow sides down and, and not have that. But yeah, you're right. It's more sort of on the back of our own turnover. So we're we're costing ourselves. So 
if we can tidy that that up, then um, then that'll be uh, a big strength. David, because of the nature of coaches and they, they prefer players to err on the side of caution, we, we've become a very cautioned sport the way we move the ball. Yeah. But someone like Dylan Shield comes straight out last night, plays fast, and it capped, it caught everybody from Melbourne on the hop. They just couldn't defend the ball coming in that quick. It must have been wonderful to see somebody break the lines, back his pace, and just tear away from traffic. Yeah, exactly. You're spot on, and that, that's why we recruited him. We we know he's that sort of 70, 80 metre player that he can take the ball, carry it 15, 20 metres, and then and then he kicks it long um, in the forward It just breaks that breaks that line as you spoke about. So that's exactly why we we, we recruited him, and um, hopefully that he can continue that. Now he's sort of off and running, got the first win, and that's sort of his breakout game for us. That um, he's such a weapon for us inside, but. Uh, we've now got a few players that can do that and, and as long as, yeah, we don't go too cautious with the ball, but we do tidy up our skill errors, um, but as long as we don't go too cautious, then that, that's, that's us that's how we attack, attack side He was so good before half time he dried up a bit after half time Harms tried to put the clamps on him and did a fair job after half time but you still needed some pace around the, the packs as well, I mean yourself who, who's no slouch but I thought a bloke who'll always get plaudits for um, how he goes around goal is Orazio Fantasia. Ooh, yep, His yep. stuff around the ball last night and through the lines further up the field was just about the the best overall game I think I've seen him play. I thought he was wonderful for your ball carry. Yeah, he's so dynamic when he, as a forward. Um, he can kick you for a four when he's, when he's on and up and about. But then to have him come through the centre bounce or on the wing or... Um, come off half back and come straight in the midfield, whatever sort of that variety of role is that if he's not just a forward for us, it's, it's a massive weapon because when he plays well, we seem to play well as a side. And, um, he's just that player, like I said, he can break lines, he can take an overhead grab, he's good overhead, um, and then sides are always watching what he's doing. I mean, he gets tagged, not tagged, but put sides are really watching hard as, as a forward these days. And um, just so he can come up in the midfield, and him and Waller both. Donald Tipperwoody when they come up in the uh, in the centre bounces and then sort of get forward from there. That it's a dangerous weapon for us to have, and um, just if they can play those variety roles, then they're not stuck just as a forward. And I think when they both do that, um, then it, it's good for us. And I saw you started behind the ball on. Um, oh, my voice is breaking. I'll be on Hutchie's show next week. Um, you started behind the ball out of the square on many occasions last night. Is that a re- redefining of your role, or is it just to break it up a bit? No, it's sort of just to um, just to have you know, obviously when guys are the six 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 rule now you can't start off the back of the square and come straight in. So yep. you've got to sort of start in the back fifty and come in there. I think Melbourne do the same thing where they come off the back of the square, so we just try to match that, especially with Gorney in the ruck. Um he's so such a dominant ruckman that they can hit it forward a lot. So we just sort of um, come in off the back of that square and protect that sort of behind the stoppage area. So that was sort of a, an area of focus for us last night. We didn't want Melbourne to get on the fly through the front of the stoppage, so that was just sort of a tactic for the night. Uh-huh. David, I got told this morning that Sean McKernan injured his hamstring during the night, but because of the situation you were already in, he played out the game. He, he provided contest after contest late. He kicked a goal in the last quarter. Do you, do you know if that was the case? Did he play under duress? Uh, well, no. I know he had his hamstring taped um, and he played out the game. So I'm not sure whether he'd done one or whether it was just tight or, or what. I mean, he could have been cramping, I think, about four or five blokes. I was cramping in the third quarter last night. I haven't cramped for about five years. So um, whether it was that, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, I'm sure you guys will find out in the next couple of days. But 
we've just had our own recovery this morning, so I haven't been into the footy club uh, to find that out. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully they're all right because he did play out the game um, and he said he kicked that goal in the last quarter. So. We'll have to, have to wait till Monday to find out that one. He did really well to get through. Good on you, David. Congratulations on last night. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks, guys. David Zaharakis, the Bombers, with the first win of their season. Become a Mighty Bomber member for just $25 and receive two tickets for the price of one. Visit efc.com.au or call 1-300-46-46-62. We'll delve a little deeper on the Bombers and whether the way they're playing can achieve success in 2019. How sustainable, how far can that take them? Before we do... Russell Barwick is with us for Unibets. Five putters, four putters. Russ. G'day, Jared. G'day, boys. And uh, welcome to another fabulous Saturday uh, in and around the world of sport. And you talk about two teams that were 0 and zip. Uh, sorry, 0 and 2 last night. Well, there's another two about to fire off with Carlton and Sydney. Yet to crack it for a win. Will the outside to get up in this one as well? 250 the Blues. Sydney, $1.53. And that's out from $1.40 odd earlier in the week. So not a lot of confidence about the Swans. And just the 11.5 at the line. Same price, GWS Richmond with the Giants, the favourites to win that one. Tigers also getting 11.5. Brisbane, the favourites against Port later on today. Dollar uh, sixty, two thirty-five the power, and then the big one tonight. The Pies are a dollar forty-three, and the West Coast Eagles two seventy-five. But our Friday, sorry, our footy fill-up, not Friday footy fill-up. Our footy fill-up is the West Coast Eagles at three dollars. So if you're keen on the Eagles to repeat their grand final success, then you go to the website unibet.com.au. Ten of the best and toughest races ever held on a race meeting today at Royal Randwick. I think four dollars is about the shortest price anywhere. So if you're keen to get involved, the size, the TJ Smith, and of course the Doncaster and Derby, what a great day it is. Jared, I know you'll have one eye on that as well. Go to the website for all the racing specials as well. Unibet.com.au. Fabulous day all round. Enjoy the footy no matter what you're doing or enjoy the races. Good on you, Russ. Cheers. Get footy fill-ups every week at unibet.com.au. We have after 12, the Melbourne coach Simon Goodwin with a D slumping to 0 and 3. Dermot Brett and Bob Murphy, Kane Corns to fire their best at Simon Goodwin, who joins us in the disappointment of last night. Tom Harley, the Chief Executive of the Swans, will join us at Sydney and Carlton at Marvel Stadium this afternoon. That's where we are. Roofs open, grey clouds in Melbourne. I suspect the roof will be shut by the time we get to the game. And we'll take some some of your calls on the Star 21 open line. Star 21, your world, endless possibilities. one 736 736 with a particular eye towards the Dons and the Ds. This is crunch time for the Honda HRV with sporty styling and premium interior. It's as different as the people who drive it. And fall in love with lunch again at Subway with 19 fresh new ingredients at participating restaurants. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.